We cannot heal from a thing if we are not willing to name the truth of a thing. Welcome to the Complicated Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah May, and this is a show all about exploring messy heart topics and the strategies we can use to seek healing in the pain and restoration in the ruins. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Complicated Heart Podcast. This week, I'm doing part two on gaslighting. So you can find part one in the show notes or just scroll back two weeks and you'll find it that really lays out the foundation of what gaslighting is and how do you know if you've been gaslit. So if you haven't heard that, you'll want to check it out. Today, we're going to talk about what to do if you've been gaslit. But first, this week's review winner is Stefan Mom, and here is her review. Okay, so I first heard of Sarah through another podcast, Jesus Over Everything, and I loved the way she talked on this episode, so I had to go check her out. The episode that hit me like a brick wall was the episode on gaslighting, and I have never, ever heard that term before, but as I was listening to her podcast and reflecting on all of the stuff and the baggage that I have gone through and endured in my life, it made total sense as to why I am the way I am. Thank you so much for doing this podcast and for opening up my eyes and for hopefully being able to unpack and start having healthier relationships with the people in my life. Steph and mom, you need to email me at podcast at sarahmay.com with your snail mail address. And I have a little gift to send you in the mail. All right, friends, remember, if you leave a review, I want to thank you by name and honor you with a little something. So every week, I'm going to pick a new review to read on the show and then send a little gift of thanks. If you'd be willing to leave a review, just head to iTunes. It will take two minutes. And under ratings and review, you'll see where you can tap to rate. And then under that, in little purple words, it says, write a review. Just click that. If you find this show helpful, please give it a five-star rating and pass it on to your friends. Thank you guys so much for listening. Okay, so let's do a quick review of what gaslighting is. Gaslighting is a slow and systematic manipulation that causes you to question your reality, your perception of the truth as you have seen it and experienced it. More specifically, gaslighting is manipulating someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. When you are gaslit, your sense of reality is skewed. You aren't sure what is true and what isn't, and your own perceptions and emotions seem confusing and untrustworthy. Often, you have no words for this experience because it's honestly just so confusing. You just know you feel crazy, and you're usually angry at yourself for your own emotions and so-called sensitivity. Okay, now before we jump into what to do if you've been gaslit, I just want to remind you that I wrote out the whole story of my mom and I and how I learned how to untangle myself from the manipulation and the gaslighting and all of these things. And it's in my new book, which just came out last week, The Complicated Heart, Loving Even When It Hurts. So make sure you pick up a copy for yourself or for somebody you know who could just really use the encouragement 
encouragement and the truth. And I really think the Lord is going to use the book. So please check it out. You can go to thecomplicatedheart.com. You can click on the links in the show note. You can read the first three chapters for free if you want like a test drive uh, before you buy it. But please, please do check it out. I really think the Lord is going to use it. All right, let's get to it. So what do you do if you've been gaslit. If you're currently being gaslit or if you have listened to this show and you're like, whoa, I think that happened to me or you've been learning about it, I'm just going to go through a series of things to hopefully encourage you. Um, So here we go. The first thing is this, get help and ask God for the truth. Get help and ask God for the truth. If you've been gaslighted, you've likely been angry and sad and confused for a long time. And I am so, so sorry. As someone who gets it, I encourage you to do two things right away. One, get help. And two, ask God for the truth. So you need to find a good therapist, ask for recommendations, or if you can't afford a good counselor, then find a safe, wise friend who can help you see clearly. Because if you've been gaslit, then you probably struggle with maybe seeing things clearly because you've been taught not to trust your gut or your experience or what you've seen. And so you really want a trusted, safe friend to help you to see things more clearly. And then just going along with that is ask God to help you discern what is true and what isn't true in the tangled up threads of the gaslighting relationship. So this is really a two-part thing. You really want to reach out and talk to somebody and you really want to ask God to also help you to see the truth. Those two things go hand in hand to me. He will show you but you've got to ask him and he will bring people into your life, whether, like I said, that's a friend, a mentor, your spouse, or a really good counselor. And if you, and again, you know, I know some of you are listening and you're like, I want to go to therapy. I want to go to counseling so bad, but I just can't afford it. I totally understand that. And ask the Lord to provide. I can remember times in my life where, Um, especially a few years ago in my marriage, I could not afford to go to counseling, but I knew I needed to go. And I just asked the Lord and I found out later that a friend, um, or later after, you know, a few weeks went by or months or whatever it was, somebody was like, Hey, I paid for seven sessions of counseling for you and it's already, you know, paid for. So you have to go. And I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And So just ask the Lord to provide for you. Um, I think that's really important. Okay, and I know that God can do that. So figure out, you know, either how to make it work, ask God to provide, or find somebody that you can talk to. Okay, the second thing is this. Be gentle with yourself. Because you, often people who have been gaslit, um, they tend to beat themselves up and they blame themselves for being quote unquote so stupid and for feeling so confused over their mess of emotions. So if you're listening to this and, and you've done that and you beat yourself up and you're like, it's not a big deal. I'm just so dumb. This is so stupid. What's wrong with me? Like, you know, why am I always going to be like this? You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I want you to hear me say, you have got to learn to be gentle with yourself. You can't heal if you're condemning or judging yourself. Dr. Dan Allender, who is one of my 
favorite, I think he's a psychologist. I should know this. I have his books. <laughs> Dr. Dan Allender, he says, the path to healing requires the ability to slow down and discern the origins of internal messages, distinguishing voices of accusation and contempt from voices of kindness and truth. I'm going to say that again, you guys, because this is really, really important. The path to healing requires the ability to slow down and discern the origins of internal messages, distinguishing voices of accusation and contempt from voices of kindness and and truth. God is kind, gracious, merciful, humble, gentle, and truthful. He sits on a throne of grace. And when you are in Christ, there is no condemnation over you, for you. But the accuser, our enemy, is the one who will speak lies and condemnation and sarcasm and twisted words over you. Anything that is coming into your mind that is unkind, condemning, judgmental, um, all of those things, um, that, that's not from the Lord at all. Jesus is gentle and humble, and His kindness is what leads to repentance. We read that in Romans, and repentance is what? It is change. And so, pay attention to those voices and follow the one that is the gentle and kind one. Don't align with the darkness, with the lies. Ask God to help you believe the truth and walk in the light. You are not dumb or naive or making a big deal over nothing. If you've been gaslit, you've been harmed, and it's valid to be hurt. Give yourself grace as you work through untangling the emotional abuse you've had to contend with. Be gentle with yourself. Okay. The next thing, call it what it is. This is a really big one, you guys, because so many of us don't want to name the thing because we think maybe it means that we're being mean to the person who's done this to us. Um, and if you're in, or like if it's a spouse or if it's a parent or a friendship, it might feel really confusing to say, um, they have been emotion emotionally and or verbally abusive with me. You saying that is not condemning them or even blaming them. You saying it is just saying the truth. And it's the truth that says us free. So we've got to be willing to say the truth. So if you are being gaslit or have been, call it what it is. Manipulation and abuse. Just call it what it is. And I know that can be hard. But again, it does not mean you're condemning the person who has abused you. It means you are telling the truth. And what is the truth? It's reality. We cannot heal from a thing if we are not willing to name the truth of a thing. And again, naming it does not mean that you can't um, be in relationship with the person or uh, that they can't get help and change. Again, you're just saying the truth. This is what it is. And we need to be able to do that. We need to be able to do that. The next thing is this. Grieve what you lost. Grief is the process of accepting reality and letting go of our expectations. Hmm. I know, 
It's really painful. Grief is the process of accepting reality and letting go of our expectations. If you have been emotionally abused through gaslighting, you have something to grieve. Maybe it's the loss of a relationship, the loss of what you were hoping from the relationship, and or the loss of a sense of your sanity. You maybe lost years of trusting your gut, which I believe the Holy Spirit gives us. Quick caveat here, I am not talking about following our own hearts and being deceived by our own sinful desires, which does happen when we don't surrender to and trust God, but rather the suppression of our God-given instinct and ability to think clearly because of the emotional abuse that we've experienced. So it takes time to learn how to trust our instincts again. As God heals and frees, though, you will. As He guides you, you will learn how to do it again. Okay, so uh, friends, grieving, you've got to grieve what you've lost those years, the relationship, a certain season of the relationship, whatever that is, take the time to mourn that, to face the reality of it, face the truth, name it and grieve it, and then let go of it. That doesn't mean you forget it. You won't ever forget, but you're going to be able to let go of the expectation that of that relationship perhaps, or of that season of your life that you can get it back. You can't get it back, but there can be restoration and renewal. So, so please, please take the time to grieve what you lost. Practice confidence. Remember the scene in Runaway Bride, if you've seen that movie, where Julia Roberts' character finally decides to figure out what she likes because for so long, she just liked whatever her partner liked. And so what she does in this movie is once she realizes that she needs to figure out her own likes and dislikes, she goes to a diner and she orders three different kinds of eggs and she takes the time to figure out which she actually enjoys. So if you've been gaslit and you're, you just feel upside down about things, figure out your eggs. (laughs) When I discovered I had been gaslighted for years by my mother, I carried my lack of confidence into my marriage. And this didn't mean that I didn't have opinions or that I was a pushover. (laughs) You can ask my husband. But what it meant was that when we argued and he would ask me to explain myself, I couldn't. I would suddenly just say, forget it, I'll be fine, or I don't know, you're right. I bowed out because I didn't trust what I felt might be true. After learning about gaslighting, I took the time to think through some of the things in my marriage that I struggled with, and I was able to finally stand up for myself and communicate with a sense of confidence I never had before. And this wasn't a source of pride, but rather being able to tell the truth as I understood it so that I could get help and move forward in true, healthy ways. As you work through counseling and dealing with lies you've believed and you stay humble and surrender to the Lord, your ability to discern truth will sharpen. Continue to lean on the Lord for understanding, stay in His word, And he will help you to speak the truth and have the humble confidence to do it. All right. Forgive the person who hurt you for not being what they should have been. 
I know this one's really hard, you guys. Forgive the person who hurt you for not being what they should have been. Whether it's a spouse or a parent or a sibling or someone you should be able to trust, when you've been gaslit by them and you realize it, you might be pretty ticked off. And that's okay because that would be a normal response to someone hurting you. But when you're ready, I would encourage you to forgive them for what they should have been. I had to learn how to forgive my mom for not being a mom. With God's guidance and the help of several counselors and wise friends throughout the years, I learned how to face the reality and the pain of it and mourn what I lost, acknowledge and deal with my own sin and lies and wounds, set boundaries, and then be able to love and forgive my mom. I'm going to talk more about forgiveness in another episode, so make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you won't miss it. My mother was an alcoholic, and she was verbally and emotionally abusive, and I learned to love her and forgive her, and she was wounded too, and it's not an excuse, but it is an explanation. The person who has hurt you, while it's not your job to fix them or figure out their past or heal their wounds, they have probably been hurt too, and so... You could pray for them if you'd like. You don't have to, depending on how bad the abuse is. You may just want to stay far, far away, which is completely fine. That's a healthy boundary to do. Um, but if God is calling you into a relationship with them, then you're, you're going to have to forgive them for not being what they should have been. Actually, whether you stay in relationship or not, you'll need to do that. So if you have a dad who beat the crap out of you and was terrible to you, you're going to, you want to ask the Lord to help you to forgive him for not being what he was supposed to be, being the kind of dad that God wants dads to be, nurturing and loving and kind and wildly imperfect because we're human, um, but still willing to love, still loving and nurturing. So once we're able to do that, then that's when we let go of the expectations that they're ever going to be that for us. And it doesn't mean they won't one day because God can do anything, but it just means that we face the reality of what is and that we are willing to ask God to teach us how to forgive that person for not being what they should have been. I know it's really hard, friend. Being gaslit is so confusing, and it can feel like fire under the skin, an anger that burns up your sanity. But just remember, you aren't the only one who has faced this, and you can get through it. The fire will eventually die down, and the confusion that covers like a veil will be lifted, and the truth will set you free. So these are just a couple first steps, friends, that you guys can take that I really, really encourage you um, to take. So real quick, get help, like find a counselor, find a safe friend. You've got to walk through the process of untangling abuse. This is not an overnight thing. And you may go to counseling for a few weeks and then you are done with counseling for a couple of years and then God brings something else up and you go back. That's okay. That's the process of sanctification. This is the process of our lives. It doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean you're abnormal. It's very, very normal and typical. So get help. 
and ask God for the truth. Ask Him to bring up the places that you need to be able to see clearly. Ask Him to show you what lies you're believing so that you can replace them with the truth. If you go to sarahmay.com forward slash core lies, I have a free PDF that you can um, download and print and go through to help you begin to discover some of your core lies. We're going to have another episode on core lies here, and I'm going to be doing a webinar uh, with Dave Bowman, one of the founders of the Core Lies concept. I'll make sure I make that announcement when we do it. So get help. Ask God for the truth. Be gentle with yourself. I cannot stress this enough. Do not judge yourself. Do not condemn yourself. Do not beat yourself up. That would be aligning with the enemy. Don't do that. You're people of the light. And if you don't know Jesus, then bend a knee to him and, and cry out and say to him, I don't, I don't know what to do here. I, I don't even totally understand who you are, but I want you, Lord. I want to understand Jesus. I want to believe that he died for my sins, past, present, and future. I will surrender to you. I will surrender to this. Show me, God. And he will. Be gentle with yourself. Call it what it is. <laughs> call it out, say the truth of the thing. I have been emotionally and spiritually abused. I have been verbally abused. I have been physically abused. I have been sexually abused. I have been gaslit. Name it. Name the thing. When you face it and you name it, you can move forward in healing and freedom. The Lord will guide you into how to do that. And it's painful and it's hard, but it is worth it. Grieve what you lost. Remember, grief is the process of accepting reality and letting go of our expectations. We've got to grieve what we lost. Practice confidence. This is kind of a fun one. Start to trust your gut. Start to, you know, trust your experiences. Ask God which experiences are true and which things maybe you aren't seeing things clearly, but begin to practice that. What do you like? What do you don't like? What do you have an opinion about? Uh, what do you not have an opinion about? Just start to practice that. Forgive the person who hurt you for not being what they should have been. And that's the one I just ended on. And uh, I know that's real hard. And that's, there's going to be grieving there. But you can do it. And you're okay. And you're going to get through it. And um, if you know somebody who's been gaslit, maybe you, maybe you who are listening right now, like you've not been abused in that way, um, pass this episode on to somebody who has. Pass the book on, The Complicated Heart, to somebody who has. I really believe that God has me doing what I'm doing um, to see women set free, to go to Jesus, to find healing and freedom, or to get on the path of healing. We'll never be totally healed on this earth, of course, but we can certainly get on the path of healing and freedom. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. And uh, I'm just real grateful to all of you who continue to tune in. Um, Again, please pass it along to anybody you know who would be encouraged by it. Thanks so much, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Complicated Heart Podcast. If you like this podcast, if you've found it helpful, please take a minute to subscribe and leave a review. Reviews are how people know if they should listen or not, so your review matters. Thank you so much. If you want to know more, check out sarahmaycom forward slash the Complicated Heart Podcast.